And now it's time for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters. Love Talking today about beating the holiday blues. Thank you, John. This is Evelyn at today's Christian Talk, 1120 on the bridge, and this is Love Talk today. And we are going to be talking today with a very special friend. Uh, it's, it is exciting uh, to live in a time like we're living in today, and we know that... Um, our goal here at the bridge is to build bridges of leadership and honor and love. And our scripture for today, John, is anyone who is having troubles should pray. You're in trouble today, you better pray. And anyone who is happy should sing praises. If you're happy, we really should sing praises. And that comes out of James 5.13. And, you know, we just never get too old to live, uh, to learn how to live healthy and holy lives. And during this season, a lot of us are beat down with what we call the holiday blues. Do you, you have the holiday blues, John? No, I didn't think you did. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk with our good friend, Dr. Carol Peters. And Dr. Carol uh, Peters-Tansley was... Um, well, is well known as a proponent for the whole person health and lifestyle. She holds an MD from Loma Linda University, a doctor of ministries from Oral Roberts University. She is an OBGYN surgeon and doctor, but she's a speaker and a minister and a grandmom to four wonderful grandchildren and just was recently uh, widowed. She's the author of two books, Live Healthy, Life, Live Whole, and then uh, her new one is Dr. Carroll's Guide to Women's Health. Welcome, Dr. Carroll. I tell you, I am intimidated by you to a huge degree. I can't talk when we're together on the radio. Well, Evelyn, when you when I grow up, I'd like to be just like oh, you. Oh well, uh, thank with you all so my, much. Thank all you. my infirmities <laughs> and my defects. I sometimes I get so excited I can't talk, and other times I just run like a rabbit. You know, you're just doing those things. But. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I feel really honored. You know, you. List all of those things um, about me, and I wonder who you're talking about. But okay. I really am honored to be here. And you mentioned the holiday blues. Um, that's something that I think affects many of us. Even as Christians, we don't have to not believe in Jesus mm. to feel you know, the holiday blues. Even those of us who are believers, we're still in this world. Stuff mm. still happens. And live with, with all kinds of defects and informities and madness and all these things that just surround us sometimes it does. in family and in community. The, the recent election season is only you know, one example, and I think there are probably many listening right now that are still feeling angst about that. But there are a lot of things in our personal lives that the holiday season may bring up, mm-hmm. um, memories. Good, bad, and ugly. I have some friends who would love to just bypass this whole holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, you, you've given me a door, and now I feel like I'm just I, I'm just running. But I have a friend who said he wishes he could just jump from November 15 to January 2nd every year. I have another friend whose wife walked out with their children Mm. on Christmas Eve. Can you imagine a more distressing, painful 
thing to happen, first of all, right at Christmas, and then every year again when Christmas rolls around, that that memory there just covers over everything that we want to be celebrating. You know, we think of Christmas as a joyous time, and it is. But as we live here in this world, there's these really heavy mm-hmm. things that can sometimes blanket over what we think Christmas, quotes, should be. I have another person who's very close to me who grew up in a home with an alcoholic father. And you can imagine it's not a surprise every year around the Christmas holidays, the violence would increase, the drinking would increase. So for her, there's always that feeling of of danger and fear around Christmas. Uh, For me, this will be my first Christmas without my husband. And I have talked with a number of people just recently in the last few weeks as this season is coming closer where they lost a loved one during December. So the the month where all the, the lights and the Christmas music and the church celebrations and the family gatherings, but there's somebody not there. Mm-hmm. There's somebody that all your memories of Christmas – were connected with either as a child or for me more recently as as a wife and they're not there this year and there's there's something very poignant and there's a there's a place in our hearts that gets opened up around the holiday season you know that is so true uh we had were scheduled to tape last week and Unfortunately, our grandchildren, great grandchildren's uh, grandmother passed away. Oh, my. And, you know, it was, uh, she had been ill, but it was unexpected. And, you know, I, I was just uh, praying for them this morning. Um, you know, it's going to be hard for them this Christmas without uh, Mimi. My, my pastor's mother passed away just a couple weeks ago. Really? Now, this is happening too much in our world. It's, it's not that it's a surprise. But it's real, and if the gospel can't speak to this, Mm -hmm. to our holiday blues, what good is it? There is a message that Jesus has for us right in the middle of our holiday blues. Well, uh, you know, my grandchildren are, let's see, there's two, uh, five, and seven. And this is an age when, you know, memories are so precious to them, traditions, and and. With this particular time, you know, it's going to change the way they celebrate. And so, you know, we understand that, but we also know, Dr. Carroll, that the Lord Jesus is the sunshine of our life, the S-O-N, sunshine. And as we look even today and talk about holiday blues, uh, there is a helper, and we're going to talk about him also. Yes, we are. You know, how... How big is this problem for Christians today? Well, in a survey not long ago, 45% of people who were asked said that in some way they actually dread the holiday season. Mm -hmm. That number surprised me. I knew it wasn't rare, but that's almost half of us. And and that can be for any number of reasons. I mentioned a couple friends of mine or people close to me, what the holidays mean to them, but there are a number of reasons 
why our expectations get really high around this year. You, know, you see the Hallmark movies and yes. and the uh, you know the Christmas trees and the caroling yes. and all that thing is so precious. And everybody stuff. talks about getting together with family and there's the lights and the music and the presents. If you're not experiencing all of that, maybe your family has been broken in some way. Maybe there's someone in your family that you're estranged from or is estranged from you. And so that expectation gets lost. Um, you know, maybe like the friend I mentioned, your your marriage is broken. Maybe your son or daughter will not be home for Christmas. Maybe there's conflict in the family. And so that picture of a happy family gathering, well, you know it's not going to be met. Yeah. So there's there's that failed, broken expectations. We mentioned memories mm-hmm. already. Memories of Christmases, both good, bad, and ugly. Maybe when you were a child or at some point in your life, there were Christmases that were wonderful, that met all those expectations. And there's part of you that wants to recreate that again. But you know, for whatever reason, that this year isn't going to be that mm-hmm. way. And so in some way, you're, you're, you're pining for that. In some way, that's a factor for me. Last year, uh, my husband and I had a very, very big, real, tall Christmas tree. But he was becoming increasingly ill. And I remember decorating that tree, and, and I had to do it myself. He was, he was too sick. He was sitting there in his chair and... Because he was so ill, he actually fell asleep while I was decorating mm-hmm. the tree. That's that's part of the painful memories that come up again when I come to this time of year. So the memories, the good, the bad, maybe even the ugly, like the person close to me where Christmas meant drinking and violence. Uh, those things can all color how we experience yes. Christmas and the holiday blues. There's even a biological reason. The days are getting short. Uh, without as much sunlight, these call it seasonal affective disorder. So there's all kinds of, of reasons why this season can really be difficult. I think we can make it through. We can make it through because we have the sunlight of, we do. of the Lord Jesus. And it's a time of year when we celebrate the the giving of love to to uh, make a difference in the life of everyone, and that is the love of the Lord Jesus. And, you know, when we think about Christmas, we don't think, I don't think of a baby in the manger. I, th- I think of the road um, uh, to hell that, that Jesus brought when he healed people. You know, we don't, sometimes we don't associate those things with the celebration of Christmas. But all of the things in our life, uh, if we allow them to be controlled and and led by the Lord Jesus, bring victory to us. And so, you know, we don't want to just say, you know, Christmas time is a time of just sadness. There is that sadness, but there's also that joy. There is. And I think there's something about this season that helps us open the parts of our heart Mm -hmm. that the Lord Jesus needs to touch, perhaps in a way that other times of the year just aren't as easy to access those parts of our heart. I think that can be a way that God can use even the tough aspects of this time of year for us to bring bring some healing, some Mm -hmm. joy, some peace. On the very first Christmas, it was not all joy and light. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Jesus came into a world that was very broken and dark and violent, but he brought peace and life. He can do that for you and me this year. And that's so exciting. I decided to talk about it. Well, we're going to take our break. We come back. We're going to talk about some of those things that bring this depression, this dump. It, we're talking about holiday dumps. You know, just you're down in the dumps and you can't get up. Right after this. Thank you, John. You know, the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 1-888-988-9736 and visit texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And new Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Let's get back to more Love Talk right now with your host, Evelyn Davison. Her guest today is Dr. Carol Peters, and they're talking today about beating the holiday blues. Welcome back to, to Love Talk. We are in studio today here at the Bridge, uh, today's Christian Talk. 
uh, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas. And in the studio, I have a very special friend with us today. It's Dr. Carol Peters. And uh, Dr. Carol, we've been talking about holiday blues. <laughs> and I have holiday joy, but sometimes I get a little blue. I think all of us go through things that the holidays make us feel more deeply. Mm-hmm. We feel joy more deeply in many cases. We also feel sadness or uh, loss in many loss. ways more deeply mm-hmm. at this time of year. And we were talking before the break about a couple of the things that can make that more acute. Expectations that get built up that sometimes get disappointed. Uh, memories that we have of previous holidays. I think of the Christmas Carol, Holidays Past. I know. And sometimes that can open very deep places in our soul that God may have a harder time accessing at any other time of the year. You know, we feel pressure to keep up. There's events to go to. There's more food and maybe junk food and sugar, maybe alcohol if you're in that environment. And so there's a lot of things that make us more vulnerable this time of year. I think there's another really important reason that some of us struggle with the holiday blues, and that is the spiritual component. Yes. At the very first Christmas, the devil did everything he could to turn Christmas into a tragedy. Mm -hmm. And if you remember that story, when Jesus was born, the wise men came and worshipped him. But in the process, they talked to Herod and told him about the newborn king. Herod set out to destroy all the new, uh, newborns and young children, two years old and younger, in Bethlehem. Right before that, an angel visited Joseph and said, The baby is in danger. Take Mary and the child and go to Egypt. If it had not been for God's intervention on that very first Christmas, the devil would have turned it into a tragedy. In fact, even for many of the other young children in that area, it, it was. He would love to turn your Christmas into a tragedy. I think there's something about how God wants to connect with us at this time of year that the devil loves to fight against. He would love to take those memories and beat you down with them Mm -hmm. or create even more pain. He would love to take your loss or failed expectations and just beat you up with it and turn your Christmas into a tragedy. But thank the Lord, we don't have to stay there. God's divine intervention is available for you and me, just like it was on that first Christmas. He doesn't have, the devil doesn't have to turn your Christmas into a tragedy. I mentioned earlier that, you know, my dad uh, was directed into World War II, and it literally upset us. We just had to move, and everything changed. And the way we celebrated Christmas uh, was the Christmas tree. My dad was not a believer. He was a deist. He thought God lived one time, and he died. Um, and the absence of him was so detrimental at that time in my life. Yes. And I was 11 years old. Um And I look back on that, and it reminds me how important it is that we keep uh, the freedom in this nation uh, active so that, you know, children don't go through that. And so, you know, a lot of times memories have a lot to do. Is You begin to think about yesterday, what you had then, you don't have now. But, you know, I know within each one of us there are painful experiences about, about the holiday seasons. I believe that God can take this time of year 
and use it as an opportunity to bring healing where you and I need it. You know, we've we've been talking about the, the memories here for a little bit, and and I think that is such a big part of what the holidays mean. He can help. God can help you take the good memories that you mm-hmm. have, and instead of pining for them, you can move to a place of joy and celebration and honoring those memories. That's one thing that I have come to understand about my own loss. Mm-hmm. The life that I had with my husband, there were painful times and times of suffering, but I have come to the place where I can honestly treasure the gift Mm -hmm. that he was to me, that his life was to me, that our Christmases were, and I can celebrate that. You know, it reminds us that this world is not all there is. We have to keep an eternal perspective. And when you remember that, God can help you take those good memories and honor and celebrate them. Let's talk about that, Dr. Carol. You know, you've experienced this. This will be your first Christmas. Yes. Without Al. Um, What did you do? What was some of the first things that you did? did? Oh, my, Evelyn. Um, I can still remember the phone call that brought me to the hospital when he passed away. I had been home for only a couple hours, and I did not believe anything would happen that night. But a couple hours after I got home, I got the call to come to the hospital, and he had passed away. After taking care of business, I came home again. The first thing I did, I made myself a cup of coffee. I sat down with my Bible, and I opened it to 1 Corinthians 15, where it says, O death. Where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? victory. So it does have a sting. It does have a victory. victory. Now, God did not create you and I or any of us to live a few years or even many years on this earth and then die. That wasn't his purpose for us. He created us to live forever. So death is an imposter. When we go through Christmas without our loved ones, even just... The separation of you and your father when you were a child or loss of my husband this year or or the others who I've mentioned uh, earlier, friends who who are missing loved ones Mm -hmm. this year. That was not the way God planned it. He did not want you to experience that grief or loss or pain. But what I was able to do when I came home and sat down and read 1 Corinthians 15 is I was able to invite God into that hurtful, painful place where I was at that time. You know, and I've I've done that repeatedly, and I think that's a principle that helps us find God's healing. It does take spiritual food, doesn't it? It does take spiritual food. We have to find it and take it into our being. I'm glad you mentioned spiritual food. God makes physical food available to us. Mm-hmm. The plants grow. You know, the animals are there. He, there's a world where we have food. But we are still responsible for determining what we need, for finding that food, preparing it, and taking it into our being. It's the same with spiritual food. God makes it available. His word is there. His presence is there in mm-hmm. prayer. His encouragement is there in the... Uh, comfort of other believers, but we are still responsible 
for understanding when we need that soul food, that spiritual food. We're responsible for choosing to go find it Mm -hmm. and to take it into our being. What do we do when we do that, Dr. Carroll? We go with an open heart, I guess, to start with. That's the place you have to start. You come to the Lord with all the junk that's there. On that morning when I came home from the hospital Mm -hmm. or other times since then, I just have to come. And sometimes I sit there and cry for a bit. You know, Lord, I'm bringing all this to you. Uh, you Whether it's if if you've lost a family, if you've lost a job, if there's uh, children who are estranged from you, you just bring that all to the Lord. And you just start with laying it all out there. Yeah. Maybe it's crying or pleading or begging. Maybe it's angry. Maybe you're bitter and angry and hurt, and you just want to lash out. David did that before the Lord mm-hmm. in the Psalms. So you start with coming into his presence and just letting it all go there. That opens your heart for him to be able to speak to you. And he does feel it. And then he does. And then ask the Holy Spirit to be present and to guide you. For me, when I came home from the hospital... I knew, and that was the Lord speaking to me, 1 Corinthians 15 was where I had to go to hear his word mm-hmm. to me. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, he will have something there in Scripture to speak to you. And invite him to do that. If you know a passage that speaks to your issue, go there and spend time. If it's fear or anger or loneliness or pain. The Bible speaks to that. And God speaks to the Bible. Absolutely, he does. The Holy Spirit takes those words and ministers to your heart. If you don't know anywhere else to go, I encourage you to go to the Psalms. Just about every human emotion is expressed in the Psalms. When you find something that speaks to your heart, just stop. It's not when you're going to Scripture for spiritual food. It's not about getting through a certain number of verses and whatever. You can study Scripture, and that's important. That's one way of interacting with Scripture, and I do that. You need to do that. But right now I'm talking about going there for food. Mm -hmm. When you find a passage that speaks to you, just stop there. Let it ruminate in your soul. Think about it. Picture being there. Let the Holy Spirit take those words and do something in your soul with that. Put yourself right there. I love to do that with the Gospels when Jesus was there. Uh, you know, Picture yourself there on the Mount of Olives when Jesus is looking over Jerusalem and weeping over the people who wouldn't come to him. Yes. Maybe on the mountain where the people didn't have any food. And he, he brought the basket. He brought, he brought the basket. You're sitting there empty, mm-hmm. totally empty, hungry, starving. There Jesus is in front of you, offering himself as food for you. Put yourself in the story. If you're sick, there are so many passages where Jesus brought healing. Maybe you're at the point of death like Jairus' daughter. You're mm-hmm. lying there. There is no hope. Jesus comes in. And brings life. He Put brings, yourself in the story. He does. He brings that spiritual food. I saw our pa- old pastor uh, at the ser- services of my um, son's mother-in-law this yes. last week. And uh, uh, I reached over. He's bald. I reached over and just kissed him on top of the head. And I told him, I said, you know, I want to thank you. 
Because I remember there was a time in my life when we moved to Austin. I didn't think Austin, God lived in Austin. Yes. And I said, I was dying of spiritual malnutrition. And his daughter was there. She said, oh, what is that? You know, it was just such a shock. But sometimes we don't feed. We don't feed our soul with God's spiritual food. When we come back, now, we want to talk about what are some of the tips for healing when we do have the holiday blues. Yes. Uh, because they, God does want us to be healed. He wants us to be filled with all the good things that he has that he's not given us yet, but that he has in store for us. Right after we stay with us, and we'll be back with Love Talk. Hello, folks. This is Van Davison with Operation Christmas Child. Every year, people join me, The Bridge 1120, and Franklin Graham's team in sending shoeboxes filled with surprises and love to children around the world. Because soccer is a universal sport, I pack a deflated ball and a pump in my boy boxes, along with pencils, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. Join me and millions in this exciting ministry. Call 512-990-2600. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. More Love Talk right now with your host, Evelyn Davison, and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters, talking today about beating the holiday blues. Thank you, John, and thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that we have that make it possible for us to be here. We've done this, uh, John, 32 years. 
32 years that we've had the opportunity, Dr. Carol. Dr. Uh, Carol Peters is our guest today, and we're talking about how it is you dump the dumps, the, the holiday blues. I like that, Evelyn, dump the dumps. Yes. I like that. That's Be- an old country western <laughs> song. I grew up in country radio, and you know, we're always talking about dump the dumps, you know. But it is, uh, it is an exciting time for us, even when there's heartbreak, there's a need. Uh, even when we have brokenness and we need healing, healing. And I want us to talk about that today. What are some of the tips that you would give us for healing? You've been through this recently, and it doesn't go away, Dr. Carol. It doesn't go away by just waiting for it to go away. One of the things I have learned again and in a deeper way as I've gone through my own grief over the last several months and even as we approach Christmas, I have come to understand again that God has healing available. When he came as a baby, when he died on the cross, when he rose again and went to heaven, that was for everything we need. There is no place in our life that is beyond the reach of God's restoration. But it doesn't just happen to us by sitting back and waiting for it. Just like with our salvation, there's a role we play in responding, in accepting the gift that God brings to us. It's just that same way with the healing that we need. Whatever holiday blues we're experiencing, whatever reasons that is. Healing is something that you choose to believe. You may not feel like you can ever get there, but I want to encourage you to choose to believe that Jesus has it there for you. And then there are practical things that you can do to move toward that. I talked earlier about the memories, and I'll get to that in a second. But God made you and I as beautiful, integrated human beings, body, soul, and spirit, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Trichotomous beings. We are (laughs) trichotomous beings. And whatever we do in one area of our lives affects the other. If you've... uh, Listen to Evelyn and I talk about this before. You'll know that's a topic I keep coming back to because I think it's so important in understanding that about how God made us. So as we move toward healing, even in the midst of the holiday blues, there are some things that we can do in the physical realm that can help, that honestly make a difference. Take a walk outside. We're taping this right after the rains have ended here in Austin and we have some sun today. Get outside, take a walk, some physical activity, being in the sun if you can. That will lift your spirits. Pay attention to what you take into your body. You know, around the holidays, there's often empty calories, the food and drink (laughs) that comes, you know, the the parties or, you know, the baking or, or whatever. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to getting adequate rest. When you are facing the holiday blues, your spirit may be more vulnerable, your heart may be more vulnerable, and you don't have to do everything that's there for you to do. Go to every event, uh, buy a gift for everybody out there that you may uh, think of. Be intentional about how you take care of your physical being Mm -hmm. this year. That will definitely make a difference in experiencing the holiday blues. And then on the emotional level, uh, we've talked about some of the 
memories and how I learned to treasure the good memories. But if this Christmas is likely to be painful for you, make the decision right now to do something different. Right. You don't have to just let the holidays happen. You can happen to the holidays. Mm, that's a good one. If you have some painful memories, make some new ones. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I am having to do this year is make some new memories. Decorate in a different way. Choose a church service to go to that, honestly, as my husband became ill, I wasn't able to go before. To reach out and connect with some people who need my help uh, in in a new way. Making some new memories is taking action. One of the biggest parts of that, I believe, is reaching beyond yourself. Right. When we are sitting there feeling the holiday blues, it can be so easy to just pine away. I could sit in my chair, turn on the TV, and 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 mope and cry because I don't have my husband there. And yes, I will feel sad. There are moments when I will oh, yeah. shed a tear. That's okay. But to proactively take action in reaching out to help others, your spirits are lifted. We know psychological studies that prove that when you are only turned in to your own problems, it's more and more depressing. The blues mushroom when you tune when you are just and turned they, inward. They, they plant deep roots too. They do. One of the quickest and most uh, sure ways to lift your spirits is to look for somebody who's in more trouble than you are. Absolutely. There is always, and I mean always, somebody who is lonelier than you. If you can't get out of your house, make a phone call, send an email. Reach out and lift somebody else. If you have some material goods to give, uh, a, a you know a, a shoebox, a child that may not have oh, I know. A, a, you know a, a, a Christmas. I know many of those formal programs are over, but you can find somebody that needs something. Our church handed out bags just a week ago, helping families that were in need yes. over the holidays. Maybe we did that with turkeys. Yes. Maybe your church still has something like that available, but if not, there is a family that you can bless. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is a mother with single children who is overwhelmed and just watching her children for an hour or two so she can do some holiday shopping. Um, Maybe there, you know, the homeless shelter, an animal shelter, kids in the in the children's Mm -hmm. hospital. There is always somebody that is in more trouble than you are who you can reach out to help, and I guarantee it will lift your spirits. Always. You know, one of the things that's so important about that is if you give, you receive. You do. I know one year, uh, years ago, when our grandchildren were very, uh, you know, teenagers, early teenagers, I'd say 12 and 13 or 14, we went to the um, center close to Seton Hospital where families could stay when yes. they had people in the, in the hospital. And um, we... Um, we prepared Christmas dinner, and we had some Jewish friends that came and helped us. 
and there were some Jewish friends in the hospital in, in this center. And so we went back later and helped them when uh, with the festival they had because Christians don't work on Christmas Day usually. <laughs> and you know, what a blessing! Yeah. Well, I, I have a son that just thinks all these wild things, and so. But you know what? You have to be open to that. Open to what you see. Yes. What you hear, and really ask the Lord how you can respond to that. And there will be somebody he can bless through you this holiday season. And then I invite you to take action spiritually as well to beat the holiday blues. Again, God's healing is there, but it's up to you to choose to seek it and find it. And remember, we also said that the devil would love to bring a tragedy to you this Christmas to turn what can be joyful into something tragic. You can choose to not allow that oppression to overtake you. You can choose that simply standing on the Lord's side, and that says to the enemy, no, you're not going to take me down. That's right. You may wound me, but you are not going to take me out. I am standing. Mm -hmm. If you need some healing for something in particular, maybe a loss, Uh, uh, grief or some kind of painful memories, I want to invite you to go there with God this year. The holiday season, again, may open up some parts of your heart that are not open any other time of the year as dramatically. You can choose to take God with you into that place in your heart that this season opens and experience his healing. I'm an OBGYN physician, as, uh, as, as yeah. you mentioned, and over the years, I've delivered a lot of babies. If you have delivered a baby, or maybe if you're a, a husband watching and you watch your wife deliver a baby or whatever, you know a birth is not pretty or easy. A birth is messy. It's painful. <laughs> it's bloody. Some are easier. Some are harder. But it's hard. There you is bring a, back memories. Yes. <laughs> Yes, there is an aspect of Christmas that's about a birth. Yes. That first birth on that first Christmas was no less bloody and painful and messy than every other birth. Jesus came right in the middle of the mess. But out of that came new life. If you go there into the mess with God, if you push through the pain, he can birth new life in you from that messy, dirty place. I can't tell you the number of times I have been standing right in the middle of all that mess mm-hmm. as a lady delivers her baby. And then that new life, that oh. mother cradles that baby in her arms and all the pain is forgotten. You have to choose to remember the pain as you celebrate that new life. God can do that mm-hmm. for you. Every day is a new opportunity to allow him to give life. Yes. Every day. He can take those painful things in your heart that you are wrestling with in the holiday blues this year. He can take those very messy things and bring new life out of them. Do you think God's purpose for you will come through any less pain and mess than God's big purpose for this world through Jesus? That's what birth means in our world right now. He can birth that new life in you this holiday season. Well, that is very exciting to, for us to think about that every day is a, a, new, a new day and it's a new beginning 
and it's a new life as we just really begin to hold on to the truth that we are very special to the Lord Jesus. Yes. He gave his life for our life. We're going to take a break. You know, this doesn't just apply to Christmas. It applies to New Year's, too. There are people that are more unhappy and despondent and even depressed at Christmas, at New Year's because they don't have a lover or they don't have someone to celebrate yes. with. And uh, Just one thing before we break. If, you, if this has meant something to you, I have some free resources, drcarolministries.com slash holidayblues. Holiday Blues. Oh, I love that one. We're going to give that one again. Let's take our break, John. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what it is that during times like these that we can formulate a love plan where God can really begin to not only work in us, Dr. Carol, but through us. Yes. As we see the world from his point of view right after this. You know, the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one. 1-888-988-9736 and visit TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Break is over and now back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Dr. Carol Peters talking today about beating the holiday blues. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in the studio today to Texas Christian Talk here Today's Christian Talk here in Austin, Texas at the Bridge. And uh, we are on the web, uh, and we'd be happy for you to check us out. People listen to us, Dr. Carol, all over the world. That's we, awesome. It, well, it is, because I grew up in radio, and we just had one. If you had a radio, that's when you got it. And this way, it's just, but it is unbelievable how God is sharing, in, especially through this station, the love of the Lord Jesus. And, and I, I am so thrilled that you've invited me to, to be a part of this today. And I know you want to talk about a couple other things, but I just want one more time. If our talking about the holiday blues has tweaked something in you, um, I have some free resources that you can access to help you make it through this holiday season beating the holiday blues. It's free. DrCarolMinistries.com slash Holiday Blues. That's D-R-C-A-R-O-L Ministries 
dot com slash holiday blues. Well, they can just go to the website and get even something uh, as great as holiday blues. But eat, boy, just the other things that you write. You're well, thank you, a, Evelyn. Thank a, you. A prolific author, and uh, and and your books are just timely for the times we're living in right now. And th- during these times, we uh, we have to remember. We have to go back and remember that God is not finished with us yet. We may, you know, you. Uh, there always, there's always sorrow in every home at one time or another. Uh, it, it may not be from the holiday blues. It may be from disappointment in in yourself, or it may be you're disappointed in your children. Uh, and and sometimes it's from an unrealistic expectations. But God has a way of dealing with those things if. We come to him and ask him. And we, we want to talk about the love plan that he has. And, you know, it's um, uh, his plan is that he never gives up on us. He doesn't. And I think that can come to mean something to us at Christmas even in a special way. Um, you know, the birth of a baby means new life. He can do that in your circumstances, whatever. Maybe it's not the holiday blues. Maybe your relationship with your spouse is troubled, tormented. Maybe there's just walls and conflict and apathy there. And you need God to birth something new, a love plan for Mm -hmm. your marriage. He can do that. Uh, Maybe it's your physical health. Maybe you are really struggling physically. Uh, God can birth new life there with his love plan. And certainly in in your soul and spirit, if there's any reason that Jesus came at Christmas, it's to bring life to our inner being, our soul, the part of us that lives forever. He can do that for you this year. And I I love the way you talk about it being a a love plan because it is. Mm -hmm. He came to love us through all of that. That's what love does. Love doesn't keep us where we are. Love accepts us where we are. God does accept us where we are, however broken or messed up or tormented or weak or whatever we are when he finds us. But he also loves us too much to keep us there. You know, that's family planning. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Because even with our children, when we're disappointed in them, you know, he... um, he brings that healing. I call it the bomb of Gilead, you know. Yes. <laughs> the bomb of grace. Uh, and so it's not always just something that's going on with us. It's as we are connected in a family to those that are suffering as well. And, of course, in, in, in Christendom, you know, we're, you and I are family. Yes. And we, we see that. And we are more uh, apt to work on that than we are out here in the field of of desperation sometimes in those areas where we know people are hurting and uh, there are things that we can do to help them like we were talking about feeding yes uh, we just it is so important for us to have an attitude of, of giving and not just receiving at Christmas time and and as I said earlier it's not just Christmas it's it is New Year's. You know, that is a very lonely time for a lot of, especially singles. And then it moves right on into Valentine's Day. And so there's always that little war going on. There always is something. You know, even if your Christmas is wonderful, New Year's can be a letdown. Mm-hmm. You know, all the activity, all the celebration is over. And, oh, okay, I'm supposed to 
start something new at New Year's, but, you know, it's dark outside, the days are long, and I'm overwhelmed, and I'm sad, and I've spent too much money, and I don't know, you know, what to New Year's can be a big letdown. Yes. Exactly. You are, you are so right. Uh, and understanding what we can actively do in cooperating with God, mm-hmm. with that love plan, yes. can make a big difference. Let's talk about that plan. Uh, in Psalm 118 in the message, uh, this is what it says. Thank God because it gives you the reason. He's good. He is good. Because his love never quits. Tell the world, Israel, his love never quits. He, his family, original family was Israel. And it still is the heart of God today in, in, the, in the nation of Israel. That's why it's so important for us to support Israel That's as right. a nation. Yes. Tell the world, tell the world, he, his love never quits. And you, clan of Aaron, tell the world, his love never quits. And you, you who fear God, join in it. His love never quits. That is a psalm that is we should write on our billboard every day. God is not going to quit loving me. It doesn't matter what you're going through. That is something I can testify to this year as I have gone through my own grief. There are times I have sat on the couch and just crumpled mm-hmm. in tears. But as long as I go there with God, right. there isn't a time he has not met me. There isn't a time he has not brought healing and a measure of purpose. I can remember times when I felt overwhelmed. What do I do now? Just totally, I, you know, I can't see the next thing to do. You bring God into that situation. You stay there long enough to hear his voice. And he always comes through. It may not always be the exact kind of answer you thought you might have wanted. But his love never quits. It doesn't matter how deep or how wide or how far, what it is, whether anybody else understands or whether they don't, whether your problems are personal, whether your problems are interacting with other people, whether your problems are financial, whether there's guilt and shame and and Mm -hmm. problems in your own soul, his love never quits. He will meet you there. You know, when you think about that, that's a pretty big bucket full. Yes. It lasts a lifetime. And beyond. And he reveals it every day. He said, you put your bucket out on the porch at night time, <laughs> morning after morning after morning, I will fill it up with goodness. That's mm-hmm. right. That, that That's right. And we forget that when we're in pain. We forget that God has the big picture, the big view. We think of the Christian life sometimes, some of us do, as an hour on Sunday morning, maybe an hour Sunday night or Wednesday night. And, okay, I know where I'm going to spend eternity. And, you know, leave it at that. That's good. But that's just one piece. It, it's not that it's not enough. But God is a 24-7 thing. Jesus yeah. is with you 24-7. And it doesn't matter what stuff you're dealing with. His love never quits. You know, that's that's what he told David. David, ooh, he messed up big time. <laughs> yes, he? he did. He was a king. And, and he, you know, it's kind of like having a president that messes up sometimes. But, you know, he uh, uh, he, he moaned and groaned before the Lord. And, and, the, and the Lord said uh, he came to understand that God 
had forgiven him and that loved him like he was. And he said in, in uh, Psalm uh, 720, I didn't die, I lived. And now I'm telling the world that God did. God tested me, he pushed me hard, but he didn't hand me over to death. He, he didn't hand, That's hand right. me to death. And it says, swing wide the city gates, the righteous gates. I walk right through them, and thank God this temple <laughs> gate belongs to God, so the victors can enter and praise. How, you know, that's what the presence of the Holy Spirit is. It Dr. is, Carol. If we just even just shut our mouth and just think, uh, you know, don't blink at what's going on. Think, Lord, what are you doing? What is it I need to do? He has a purpose for you. He has a job for you. I know in my own life, I am committed to continuing to walk out that purpose until my job is done. You know, yes, I've experienced pain and loss, but God has already been taking that and turning it into more bread where I can feed more others Mm -hmm. and bring comfort wherewith he has comforted me. It doesn't matter what you have been through in the past. God can take that and turn it into something meaningful. And like David, you can say, I didn't die. I lived. I'm still (laughs) here. I'm still here. And as long as you are still here, Evelyn, you're almost 86 years old. Me, you listening, as long as you are here, God has something for you to do. There is a love plan. He still has something for you to do. You know, I believe that. And it's interesting. I, uh, In fact, my pastor, uh, a former pastor, asked me, Ellen, why are you still working so hard? And I looked at him so funny, and I said, well, that's just the way God made me. You know, Van asked me that at once. He gives us a, a vision yes. of what it is, what life is. And how we are responsible. You know, the the disciples got so despondent and so down after uh, the resurrection. Even after the Holy Spirit came and they saw all the wonderful things God said was going to happen. You know, suddenly, after it was all over, they looked at each other and said, what are we going to do now? Yes. What are we going to do now? But Jesus gave them the answer. He said, get up, get out, and go tell. And so that's what we do here. Give us your contact information, Dr. Carol. We we are just so blessed by your visit today, and we want our audience uh, and our friends to know how to get in touch with you. Well, thank you, Evelyn. The easiest way to find me is on my website, drcarolministries.com. That's D-R-C-A-R-O-L Ministries. And if you want some special resources for this holiday season, drcarolministries.com slash holidayblues. I love that. All of that is free, and I would love to meet you there. Well, thank you for joining us today, Dr. Carol. And we're going to be praying for you during this season because still a lot of babies out there that are looking to put their feet on holy ground. (laughs) (laughs) And we thank you for joining us. We pray that uh, as you prepare your hearts to celebrate this joyful season of the birth of the Savior, the one that makes all life possible, we just pray that, God, you will just glory in his presence. And even if you are discouraged today, that you will believe you will not die. The Lord has a plan for your life. Uh, you can get in touch with us at lovetalknetwork.com. Uh, you can call us on the love line, and that is 512-249-6535. 
in the meantime and in the love time, I pray that you'll have a wonderful week as you plan to celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus. Have a good one.